for joining us. We're excited to bring you RRAR Rewind, hosted by Raleigh Regional Association of Realtors. This is your gateway to hot topics in the real estate industry. We'll be covering everything from fair housing, new businesses coming to the Triangle region, and interviews with top builders in the industry to keep you informed of what's happening in the market. So thank you for joining us at RRAR Rewind. It is an exciting session today with our new CEO, Dave Phillips, and our 2021 president, Mr. Bushnell. So I'm very excited to have both of you on the podcast today. Great to be here. Mm -hmm. So first off, uh, I'm going to ask Brett, can you tell us a bit about the uh, process to find our wonderful CEO that we have with us? Yeah, no, great question, Sue. Um, And so we really wanted to take our time and do a thorough search. So we didn't want to rush and really wanted to figure out a way to have an interim CEO this time. Um, And we accomplished that with Dave, actually. Um, John Wood and some others had known Dave from his long service in a lot of the uh, uh, local AE roles state AE rules and his time with realtor.com and just knew he was an all around great guy and great with staff. And so uh, initially brought him in to do interim CEO, morph that into a combo with the search. And so that's how it all started, um, was finding that interim piece, which he did a marvelous job with and then rolling into the search process with him. Can you tell us a bit about what were the main characteristics you were looking for in a uh, new CEO for the association? Yeah. So someone with a lot of experience, which Dave has a plethora of, um, someone who is really good with people, um, could be phenomenal in uh, tough situations and also just really, really well versed in a variety of styles and uh, group settings. Someone who's going to be good one on one, someone who's going to be good in a large group. And Dave really had all those attributes. Um, he really was someone I thought who was had the experience, also had the personality and just a really nice mellow and yet intense at the same time kind of maturity to him. Yeah, we, we've been lucky enough to have him as interim for a while here at the association. And uh, so it's, it's been a pleasure. Um, we've really liked having him around. He's been great. Um, so we're, we're more than happy that he's come on board with us as a, uh, a permanent uh, placement here at our association. Well, I'm happy to be here. <laughs> So Dave, can you give us some information on your background, uh, your association experience that Brett was talking about? Sure, sure. Yeah, I've I've been around a while in the industry, probably about 30 years. Uh, And I've done, uh, been a staffer at the state. I was 12 years, I was the CEO in the Charlottesville Association. Uh, loved loved that area. I'm a Virginia, native Virginian. How about that? And uh, and then I went on to uh, Pennsylvania, um, which uh, was the state A up there, and I spent seven years uh, with them. And uh, then you know, just uh, Carolina called me. I had some grandbabies here locally, and uh, needed to be closer to uh, to my grandbabies. So uh, uh, we kind of moved to Carolina, and uh, adopted this state as my home state. You have great experience, background, and association, which is great for us here. So, why do you think you're a good fit for RRAR? Well, I think uh, what this team, the staff needed, was just they needed a leader that would enroll them and engage them 
uh, not in a um, autocratic type of, uh, of organization, but one that really fostered teamwork and uh, staff development and that sort of stuff. And those are my passions. So I, uh, you know, really uh, have everywhere I've been, I've walked in with, we're going to be a team. If you don't like being a team, then you need to leave because <laughs> that's what we're going to do. And if you're not, you know, I don't want you to be unhappy. So I go find some other place. And uh, this, uh, I did the same thing when I walked in here, just like I was going to, uh, stay forever at the time I, I wasn't planning on it uh, so uh, that's the way it went and uh, you know everything turned out well and the staff embraced me and that concept so quickly and uh, they were already kind of a great team they just really didn't understand uh, and because of COVID really had to have the opportunity to get to know each other and so we've spent a lot of time doing that and um, you know that whole building of a team is what is what we needed around here to move us forward and it will set us up for lots of great things down the road yeah I, I really like your um, thought process with the teamwork Team, teamwork makes dream work is uh, the <laughs> saying so I, I think that uh, that's going to be extremely helpful to kind of move us forward. And he's so approachable, right? I mean, Very. that's the thing. It's the approachableness. You can just bring things to him. I mean, staff he's done a great job with, volunteer leadership he's done a great job with. You just have really phenomenal communication skills. Well, I, I appreciate that. that. That's very kind of you guys to say. I, I feel like uh, I'm swimming upstream a little bit sometimes because I haven't got everything the way I want to. But, uh, uh, you know, we're, we're headed in such a great direction that I'm, I'm really excited about the opportunity to continue to build on the things that we already have here. And uh, I think there's so much. There's so much we have that we can accomplish together. Speaking of moving forward, mm -hmm. how do you see uh, RRAR evolving and how do you see yourself making those changes? Sure. That's a great question. Um, well, we're going to do it together. That's the, the one thing. Uh, we've, uh, we've got just uh, a lot of talent here and we just haven't necessarily focused all our energies and, com and collaborated the way teams need to to move forward. Uh, so uh, almost anything that, uh, that I like to do, uh, and, and I think we need to do as an organization, uh, we can do it as a team. So when uh, it could be something small in, internally uh, where we put together a staff team to help reorganize uh, some office space or maybe it's a, a bigger thing where we, we have a team of members that, uh, that goes forward and comes up with a, a new uh, program uh, such as you know like our DEI program that we just uh, that we've really taken off with the toolkit and the pledge just amazing stuff that you can do when you work together like a team and so um, I, I just I, I think the sky's the limit to us what we really just need to do is is all be on the same page and focusing uh, and rallying around our strategic plan we've got a great strategic plan we just need to really focus on actually achieving the things that are in the strategic plan. And if we do that, uh, we'll all know where we're going and uh, the road will just clear out for us and, and uh, we'll be able to accomplish all our goals. Yeah, I think um, your partnership with, with Brett and the, the DEI initiatives we've already put forward have been like huge things mm -hmm. in the industry. In being the CEO, you work closely with Brett and the board have you had dis discussions on the focus for the next coming year mm -hmm. for 2022? Yeah, sure. We, we talk about it uh, all the time. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, there's a, a lot of small changes that we're making to kind of uh, get organized. Um, we've also um, hired some new people, particularly there's some 
Uh, our MLS partner is, is really uh, has a new leader as well. And so that's going to be exciting to see how we can collaborate with them and, and our other stakeholder associations and uh, really you know, turn this whole triangle area into a great place to uh, for consumers and for realtors. Um, you know, we're, we're really uh, have a lot of opportunity with our consumers right now to give them a marketplace that's very functional and open and uh, embracing of, of uh, everybody and, and not just in buying houses and renting and, and all sorts of shelter needs. Uh, we, we need to be the leaders in that. And with our partners at the MLS, I think, I think we're just set up for a lot of success there. Agreed. Brother, what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, I mean, it really does. It takes it takes a village, right? So Dave is a great leader who's come in here and he's already done great things with the staff. And I mean, DEI was already hitting on full pieces. We've got Michelle who's doing a great job uh, on the staff side with DEI. Uh, Corinne and Derek have done a great job as chair and vice chair. That whole committee's been rocking. But yeah, Dave has got a really good find, I think, and Matt Fowler, who's going to be the new uh, executive director for um, TMLS, but also just working with our elected officials on pieces. Um, you know, community involvement is so key, and we really want to be the voice of real estate uh, in Wake and Harnett counties. And I think Dave has the vision, and with the staff and then the volunteer leadership, we as a team will be able to sit there and, and make that happen. It's not going to happen overnight. But I think we're in the good planning stages of many things, and we've already executed a few things. So we're just going to grow and probably snowball those accomplishments as 2022 progresses. <laughs> what do you think are the biggest challenges in our industry that we'll face for over the next five years? What are your thoughts on that? Well, I think overall, and uh, a lot of things flow for it, from it, it is the, the housing shortage we have. Um, you know, we, we've built up a 10-year housing shortage, uh, and we've built it up over 10 years. And it, it's going to take 10 years to unwind it, unfortunately. So everything, whether it's affordable housing or whether it's just realtors trying to uh, find homes for their customers, it's, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be what drives the industry uh, in one way or the other uh, for you know probably the foreseeable future and so that's where you know the trick is going to be on where can the association impact that uh, again with the stuff Brett was talking about with our elected officials we've, we've got to um, break down some barriers to housing that are out there and have been put up uh, whether they're you know unreasonable taxes or unreasonable regulations or just land needs that we have um, zoning whatever there's so many different things that go into the housing market it's but when you break it all down housing is all comes down to supply and demand and uh, right now the market is is struggling because there's not enough supply and that just changes the, the direction of everything and the discussion about everything. So we're, we're going to have to deal with that issue, I think, going forward. Yeah, we just did a podcast recently with um, Home Builder, and they mm -hmm. talked about the trials and tribulations of what's happening in the yeah. industry right now. And it's everything from uh, labor shortage to material shortages on everything. So I think it's mm -hmm. it's rough all the way around, not only just in the housing market, but all the way around sure. with suppliers. We've got some challenges ahead of us. We do. We do. We've got, but I mean, we have these challenges in a way because we've had such great economic success around here, right? We've had so many great wins. This is such a great place mm -hmm. to live, work, play, two hours in the beach, two hours in the mountains. 
And so companies are coming here. They're realizing it. Um, and, and, and then there's a demand. I mean, people will come here because they have a job. People will come here just because they know they can come here and find a job. And it's going to be a great place to live. Yeah. I think our role, though, in the association is to sit there and try to make those connections, advocate for pieces immediately today, but also to help plan in the future and get in those discussions. Because if we don't plan correctly now in 10 or 20 years, we may have a bunch of growth, but it may not be the growth where we needed it, the transportation system, how we wanted it and having everything kind of stay for that great quality of life. So that'll be our our, one of our big challenges is to see if we can get in those conversations early and really help shape it to be a good, successful outcome in the future. Absolutely. Yeah, I think you're right. It's Raleigh and the Wake County area is just such a booming place right now. So it's exciting to see what the future does hold for all of us. Mm-hmm. Our industry is evolving and so are our business cultures. How do you approach hard conversations about diversity, ethics and hard topics? The key is talking about it like we did on our webinar. Yeah. Um, you know, there's definitely a lot of learning that that I know I've had in the last few months just when this has really become uh, a key issue to the realtor organization and there's so much I realize I have to learn and I think the way we do that is is having sessions like what we did today but also just having general discussions about what it means about uh, we need to uh, find a leadership and a staff that uh, matches our um, diverse membership and, and we do a pretty good job of that especially on the volunteer side of of being able to um, to really emulate what we're hoping uh, to achieve and so really excited about the opportunity to uh, have such a diverse um, membership we're trying to build a, a diverse staff to match that and I think when you get to those points you're going to realize that it's all about communications and all about Uh, talking these issues through and being open and honest, being not afraid to have those conversations. And they are a little bit scary. Uh, You know, they they just are. And we've got to be brave. And and I think the association's got a key role of giving people a safe place to to have conversations that might not be, uh, you know, achievable out in a, you know, just a normal setting in the community. Having the conversations is where it starts, right? Like putting things out on the table and they are not pleasant issues. If you're not feeling uncomfortable and getting out of your comfort zone, you're probably not doing enough to change things, right? right? I mean, that's it. And people, I don't want to change. I don't want to feel uncomfortable. I don't want to feel, you know, whatever way. Um, But you need to have those uncomfortable pieces to try to break through and move forward. I also really think some of the demographic stuff we're trying to do, right, which is capture demographics for our current members and then also capture demographics for our new members will help us understand a lot more. I know Michelle has been really wanting to know, like we need some data to to baseline. So we kind of know how we're doing. And until we get those data points, it's kind of hard to do that, but also realize who you have and your, you know, what, what's working and then maybe what's not and what you're missing out with. And hopefully this piece that we're trying to do now will give us those data points that we can sit there and springboard off of to make sure we're having a total inclusive conversation and making sure we're catching everybody in and not just, you know, who we see, um, but who we don't see. Cause it's the ones you don't see that are more important almost than the people you see all the time too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a lot, I think a lot of people are afraid when you start delving into having those questions uh, on, on membership papers and whatnot, but it's really to learn more about our membership and to learn more what we need to offer to our membership. I mean, we've done a very good job of moving forward and offering more 
um, diversity topics for people to learn more, um, and especially with the, the toolkit that was created. But there's so much more that we could potentially do. And the more we know about our membership, the easier it is for us to offer things like that. Yeah. And I think the toolkit, a talking point in a way and, and something to reference. And that really does a great job, right? Uh, the toolkit and the diversity and their diversity alliance pledge. I mean, you've got your information. It's like, hey, we need to talk about this. This is important. And these are some key things you can do and resources to learn more to try to grow yourself and your company and your business. People, you know, they want to do things, but it's a tough topic. It's a tough conversation. So it's nice to kind of have a little bit of a roadmap and some and some boxes that you can kind of check off and realize, hey, I've done some base pieces. And then what more we can can we do? It'll be an evolving process as we go through uh, rolling it out in kind of stage one. And then we'll probably do a 1.1 and then a 2.0 at some point. But yeah, really good pieces that we're putting in place here. And hopefully we'll make a big difference down the line. Absolutely. I think really making an impact here at the association and, <laughs> and the wonderful board that we have and, and everybody, you know, doing those efforts to make sure that um, our members' best interests are, are at hand. Well, Dave and I are great, but it's definitely not all us. <laughs> We are small yeah, puzzle sure. pieces in yeah. this, you know what I mean? I'm not taking any credit. Yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> Thank you, though. Yes. Uh, lastly, is there anything on a personal level you want to share with our listeners? Mm. So learn about you. Uh, well, I'm pretty boring, I guess. But, uh, <laughs> for the most part, I, I, I don't know. Um, I'm into music, and I like I'm a I'm a writer. I've got a couple of books out there I've published. I'm not trying to sell any books here. Amazon.com. Yeah. Shameless plug. Uh, <laughs> that is my creative uh, side of things, and uh, I think I'm getting ready to buy my fourth house in North Carolina. So uh, I think that qualifies me as a, as a North Carolinian. I really have adopted this state. It's, it's similar to Virginia in a lot of ways, but uh, I, I just like the vibe here in, in uh, Carolina a lot better and uh, the people have just been so warm and and, and uh, the staff in particular are welcoming me so uh, I'm, I'm just tickled pink and looking forward to getting to know the area you know everything from the sports scenes uh, to the to the music scene around here in Raleigh but we've we really enjoyed uh, having you and uh, we're, we're glad that you are now a permanent piece here at the association and um and Brett, thank you always for, for joining us. And Brett is really jet lagged. He, he just got in this morning from the NAR conference and uh, has has graciously joined us today. He's he's keeping his eyes open with two picks go over there. But, yeah. uh, <laughs> Do, doing the best I can. And yeah, I just want to say, Sue, thanks for inviting me to the conversation. Dave, thank you for joining us as the permanent CEO. I really look forward to working with you uh, on a continued basis and the vision and leadership that you will bring all of us uh, we're extremely lucky to have you. Thank you. Well, thank you both for joining me this afternoon on RRAR Rewind and um, appreciate your time. Thanks for joining us here at RRAR Rewind, brought to you by Raleigh Regional Association of Realtors. Be sure to listen every other Wednesday for a new episode. We will be bringing you the latest news and trends on real estate in the Triangle and beyond. Please subscribe to our podcast on Spotify, iHeartRadio, or Apple Podcast. We've got more episodes coming your way, but we want to know what topics you're interested in. Do you have a subject you want us to talk about? Email us at podcast at rrar.com. 